0: Following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about this Cowboys? Yeah! Hanging with Cowboys. Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sidelines. Uh,
2: this <laughs> is Hanging with the Boys, this. broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys
3: World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels and Shannon Gross. Woohoo! Shannon <laughs> nice.
2: Okay. All right. How did me? what would it go, Douglas? I've had that one in a while. Yeah. That's well. I started to say something that's there. That's she said. Yeah. God.
4: Ah, happy Halloween, fellas! Bring on the candy. How are you?
2: Good. Did you see all the candy they had in the lunch at the training table today? No. Oh my God!
3: Where was it? So you allowed to eat sweets over by the? Oh, I can eat them. I just shouldn't. Were those gummy dolphins?
2: Dolphins. They had licorice. They had M and M's. They had yeah a dirt cake. I'm
4: glad I didn't see all that. I need to avoid. I bet they
2: had ten different kinds of candy over there. Really? Yeah. Did
4: you load up? You got a big old cookie there. They had
2: candy corn. I wasn't going to eat anything, and I saw all that. I said, well, I'll compromise, and I'll eat a
4: oatmeal cookie. <laughs> I might go get
2: another one, too.
4: It's got a little hint of. Thanks for bringing that to the air. Coconut
2: in it. It's good. Yeah. Is it true that asparagus makes your pee smell funny? No. Does it, Kurt?
4: <laughs> Apparently, for 40% of the people. 40% possibility.
2: <laughs> so before we came on the show, Nate said he wasn't going to say anything on the show, and so far, he's held true to that. He, he hasn't said one Nate, word.
4: Nate. Nate got in a bad mood right before the show. Yeah,
2: he did. I don't what? like. I don't like bad mood, Nate. I don't
4: either. He was so happy like three minutes ago.
0: What happened, Nate? He- <laughs> 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 sign language. I'll give you the Dak side language, y'all. You may miss it. We're wow.
2: gonna we're gonna have a uh, special treat in the second segment. Nate was able to flag down Leon Lett last and week during funny, our you know? player interviews while yeah. I was in the locker room. So
0: we'll get to but, hear from
4: him for about four.
2: While or five you minutes.
0: were in the locker room by yourself when somebody else should have been trying to help you. Mm-hmm. No, he that's no, I was sitting right there next to you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Before we get started, let me remind. Yesterday oh, we Lord. did the show, and and Kurt normally. Sitting there minding his business while everybody's off talking. A guest walked up and said, Hey, we get stars, we get better players, but the coaching staff stays the same. And he was mainly saying about Coach Garrett. Guess who Shannon threw the question to to answer? <laughs> Kurt. He, let, he hung Kurt out to dry so sweet yesterday. I, did. Uh, I had to
4: get him back. Was my answer terrible? <laughs> get me back for
2: what? Just for
0: being you, man. Just <laughs> for me. being oh, you. God.
2: So we had we had happy hour last night. Yeah. We it was our so podcast. Funny. And it was uh me, Kurt, Dave Hellman, uh, Nick Eatman, and then of course Nate walking around with the wireless. Yeah. Yeah. And we moved it inside from the Omni because the weather was apparently bad, the wind was blowing and And then they had uh, Cowboy's Hour was on after us with uh, supposed to be Dak and Zeke. Zeke had some travel issues, couldn't make it back, so it was Dak and Brad Sham. And then after that, they showed a movie called Coco, which is an animated movie. So they moved it all inside to Ford Center. So there we are, our ragtag group, and there's probably several hundred people in there. Yeah, man. And they had it all set up. We were on the field in Ford Center. They had inflatables, and we weren't used to that kind of audience and basically, the guy just called out and said, You know, eight and eight, eight and eight, we see the same bad play call and bad decision making. Why is he still our coach? And I turned around and said, Kurt, <laughs> why is he still our coach?
0: <laughs> so, Kurt, can you repeat what you said? I don't even remember. Bah, bah, <laughs> ah, 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 bah, well, bah, I, uh, I, well
4: uh, <laughs> I answered it. I, you know, so yeah. Mr. Jones, they have a good working relationship. We he's, have He's a, a good coach from Monday to Saturday. They're Team follows him, but he's had trouble on Sundays. At least I had an answer. You did, yeah, you did, but I, you know what's so? not how else to put it. It feels like you're Snake sometimes. I mean, the other day you had that pass in your hands, you got heads, you got picked off. Douglas, you're supposed to be on my side. I am, but that's uh,
0: funny. I'm so hurt all Mrs. the way. Her- but that was funny. Got, we got some sound bites, uh, on you know. Oh
4: my God, Mrs. Her- I would like to say Mrs. Hearns? that Her- are. Our-
2: Let's <laughs> do that again. Play Doug. that one again, Doug.
4: Mrs. Hearns. <laughs> I would like to say our our loyal listener Clarence Yee tweeted out, Wow, after hyping the interview for a week, I really thought Blake had Kurt on the ground choking him out. That was a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> that was a letdown of Falcon's Super Bowl like proportions. We, we may oh, have
0: oversold it, but, yeah. It yeah, went, but in, hey, in the moment. A in the moment though. You did a it was job a if, it.
2: if you get a minute if you get a minute and you haven't seen it, or if you did hear it and you didn't watch it.
4: It's not worth the trouble.
2: Go back and watch no. it because you can just see I kind of cocked my head to the side like, okay, Kurt, where are you going with this? I'm not bailing you out. And Nate starts Nate's squirming.
0: around. Because <laughs> I thought he was going to say what Nate said. I thought he was going to sell me down the road. That's room. what I should have done.
1: You <laughs> should have. Well,
3: should have. Guys, I was in here editing the Leon Lead interview last night. I turned on the Cowboys Hour. The camera was panning across the audience. I saw Shannon give Hellman a monkey shampoo and the whole Showing gang was out there shampoo. i saw you guys
2: what's a monkey shampoo
3: that's where you just get your fingers and you run them through the dude's hair or uh, the chicks I,
4: I missed that i was
2: rubbing his head i've never heard of a monkey shampoo before. <laughs> <Really>? no <laughs> yeah it's yeah, a new I didn't one realize you
4: were rubbing his head so you
2: saw us in the crowd yeah I we did. all hung out after our show and and watched a little bit of the uh cowboy's hour yeah uh, how was it? was it oh this was it it was good it was good um <clears throat> dax Dak tries to be really boring and just say the the right thing all the time. And he takes right out his head coach. He's great at it, <laughs> by the way. But Brad did a really good job of just kind of getting him to open up and talking about things non football related. I thought I thought it was really interesting. He got him to talk about some of his sponsorship deals and you know what he typically does for Halloween and things like that. I need it,
0: to I need to I need to come and be a part of Brad's show. You do. You should, I need to come you in. You need to crash it one night. And crash and be be his. Uh, person that go out and get folks. Yeah. But they'll really talk to them guys. Yeah. 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 And they won't have negative things to say. Yep.
4: Yeah. They won't ask Dak Prescott about Coach Garrett. Will yeah. They? But know. you know what, man?
0: Every time I shake Dak's hand and look him mm-hmm. out of eye, I realize a how big, big he is. Mm-hmm. He's big I'd and be saying and, to myself. And Kurt doesn't want him running.
4: <laughs> I didn't say that. He said that. <laughs> Why are you always blaming everything home <laughs> Craig Nate said that. I
0: want him running. Be, he you better don't take off. Don't st- this week here. He's as He's tall as you, isn't he? This week here, and I'm going to say this right quick like I can go back to having fun. We are facing ourselves. We yeah. faced ourselves against Washington yep. and lost. Now we're going to face ourselves again. Why are you wearing Titans colors today? Cause you notice every week I will get close to whatever team was playing their colors. I do that too, hoping that people start hating them with my with my tie combination. <laughs> yeah, I why would
4: they might hate you? Why would they hate them?
0: For- Just hate the tie, hate their color. And, and if they hate me, that's great because at least they will try to be winning. I got us outfits tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I saw them
2: too. Douglas, did you get your outfit yet for tomorrow? Matching. I don't I think so. Really. I'll bring it to you tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Thank
2: you. Kent's got one. Kent, ask Kent if he got his outfit too.
3: Hey, Kent, do you have your outfit
2: for tomorrow? He said nope. For tomorrow. For not-
3: tomorrow. What's tomorrow? The day for your outfit. <laughs> he said, what's tomorrow?
2: Okay. I'll bring you outfits tomorrow. Okay. All right. Let's get back to football. <laughs> yeah. I'm. You're right. You. You're right. Kurt, Kurt pulled some interesting stats here. Cowboys are facing another team like them in Washington. Yeah. Tough defense, weak offense. Can they break through? Titans are giving up uh, – Giving up yards, they rank 11th in the league with 338.7 yards given up. But they're only allowing 18.1 points per game, which is third in the league. Sounds familiar, telling, doesn't I'm it? I'm telling you, man. How many of the Cowboys giving up? Where are they ranking at
0: now?
4: 17.6. They are second. Second?
0: Right above Titans, huh? Hey, look. Yeah. Jarrell Casey. Look and see where he's ranked on these players That's ranking it. with uh, that uh, football focus or whatever. Because yeah. every week you have a new one that you use. And he's going to be lining up. Across from Connor Williams, right?
4: Yeah, he'll be sitting over in there.
0: Yeah, I, I remember two weeks ago when I said, we can win this game if we control what? If we control Jonathan Allen mm-hmm. and DeRon Payne. Didn't do it.
4: They got him rated, Probably Focus has him rated as the eighth best interior defensive line. Out of how many? Oh, you know. Do they, do they call lead.
0: that? Oh, okay, do they call that? Because normally they would give a, you know, Chris Collinsworth will have it, you know, they have it in little letters up underneath. But don't worry about it if you can't find it.
4: Run defense, they rate him as a 91.1, which is high. Ooh, Overall, they rate him wow. at
0: 89.8. Why is it every week? Wow. There's
2: guys that, unless you really watch football, you've never heard their name. And then when Nate brings them up on the show, <laughs> they dominate. <laughs>
4: Guys, 61305. Uh, You're
0: talking about a fire hydrant. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. In a V301, man, that means the human law got to be 275. <laughs> let me say this right here. I hadn't, you know, I uh, I didn't have, I didn't bother with our boss, uh, Derek Schumann, Derek Eagleton. And he finally gave me the all 22 on my phone. But I was going up there to watch film with Broadus up there because, you know, we didn't see him last week. They had a bye, too. So, I'm like, man, I got to see something. And he was on the defensive part. And I sat down. And he said, man, it's number uh, 99, Jarrell Casey. He's pretty nice. That's all he said. So, I'm not looking at Jarrell Casey. And they playing the Ravens. The Ravens beat them Mm 21-zip for about a half. I could not take my offer number 99. They could not block him. Really? Run not or to, pass? Both. Both. Really? They couldn't block him. And I'm saying in my mind, this this ain't adding up. This, this cannot be right. I say, brothers, who is this guy? He said, this is Darrell Casey. He said, Nate, he's a stud. I said, you ain't got to tell me. I promise you. Hudson Hawk and Columbo, Columbo saying, yeah. fellas. We ain't going to fear this dude, but we're going to have to be technique sound and we're going to have to be mean because so, if we let him do things, er- see a defensive lineman, this is the thing that I've always thought as an offensive lineman, as a defensive lin- as an offensive lineman, if I can contain him for a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half, I can slow him down. Mm-hmm. And I can get in his head and I can shove him a little bit. I can I can agitate him and get him focused on me. Get him discouraged. Yeah, no, get him focused on me. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get him discouraged, you're gonna make him mad. <laughs> get him focused on me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: But how can Connor Williams do yeah. that?
0: Just just be, be an irritant. Just just you know, you know how a little rash, you know, you go to scratch, next thing you know, I think I think going up your arm, because you know it an irritated you you can't get rid of it. Now you gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get what I'm saying. Learn <laughs> something new. He, he's got to be an <laughs> irritant, man. Bashed. He's got. I'm, I'm, I'm saying he got to be perfect technique. Uh, get his hands in the right place, and just stay on him until the whistle blows. Stay on him.
2: I was going to. We touched on this a little bit the other day when we were talking about them getting rid of Paul Alexander and and Colombo coming in and Hudson Hout coming in, and we talked about can they affect the blocking schemes and do they help with that. Let me take that a step further. With a new offensive line coach, can they tell you, okay, we're facing these guys. I can. I've seen what this guy can do. We need to chip on this guy. We need to bring somebody else, or is that on the offensive yeah. coordinator?
0: Oh no, that's on the offensive line. See, that's why I couldn't understand last year against Atlanta. Against Atlanta. And that's what
2: made me think of that.
0: Yeah, that against Atlanta. That after the after the second hit that's that, that's on that's that's not on the player the player that showed you he can't stop right now that's on the coach and so, that's on the offensive line coach that's on the offensive coordinator and that's on the head coach so they got to work
2: together and say the offensive line coach goes to the coordinator and says, hey passing situations we got to have a tight end in there we got to have somebody chip this guy's not he's this getting guy's wrecked. hurting us
0: yeah. man yeah. yeah and and then and because in the long run who pays for that yeah, quarterback, quarterback, right. But anyway, uh, I I remember, and I've told y'all this, and I hate to tell this story again, but I remember when I was briefly with the Redskins, and I talked to Doc Walker last week, who was a tight end there when I when I put, when I when I was uh, participating with their squad, is it blew me away. We was in a mini camp. It happened once, and when we was in training camp, it happened like two or three times, where they Coach Gill Blue the third. Okay. Uh, Randy White hour, Randy White minute. And I'm like, Randy White minute? And we had four or five plays that we ran specifically for Randy White. Really? <laughs> it was short trap plays and long trap plays. Anything to get him upfield and hit him and, and – cr- I want to say Warren, Donnie Warren was the tight end. Was that Wham tight end we had? Kind of like Hannah was for us, that big Wham tight end. Mm -hmm. And and his thing was to get in on Randy's legs, get in his ribs, and just to become an irritant. And and, and so that's real when I when I tell you that. Where you just now when Randy just blow up field because Randy had a tendency to break the defense's rules and he'll blow up field to make a play and they wanted to catch him. They want to catch him two or three times a game like
4: that. So how,
2: we're going how to make you, that a part of the show, by the way. When Randy when you no, know, somebody needs to irritate somebody, we're going to say, <laughs> hey, they need to make that guy go to the doctor.
0: Yeah. yeah. Take him to the doctor. So take him to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, rash him <your> out.
4: <laughs> so how do you – like I, I understand chipping a guy like with Atlanta last year he was yeah. coming off the end. Here you've got Casey who's – he's fifth since 2011. He's fifth among defensive tackles with 42 and a half sacks.
0: Uh, brother, so how do
4: you, how do you chip him when he's inside? Like, the, how do you take care? Oh of man, him?
0: Yeah, that, that's easiest one is quick trap. You know, mm-hmm. center block, center block, block back guard, just come around, quick step, drop, come around, bust him in his ribs.
4: So the guard from like Zach Martin? Yeah, like Zach side. Martin
0: just hit him. Or you you know uh, pull the guard, and have your tackle just come down and blow him up? Just mm-hmm. you know, cause he's gonna run with that guard, just run that tackle right in there on his ribs. I mean, and and, and this ain't today's NFL, so y'all don't go to crying to the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> but man, we would try to roll the dude up. Hmm. I mean, you know, run him over a pile, uh, get up in his throat. Uh, you know, we 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 play for keeps. You know, in today's NFL, you can't you can't play for keeps. You know, you that's how for, Joe Gibbs coached. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's how we that's how we play, and that's how we you know and you not not blow a dude knees out, mm-hmm. but you know like rib shots. Oh my God, we live for rib shots, man. Uh, we don't want any got, bone injuries, just some soft tissue stuff. that, that just For real, for, a week or two. for real. I'm gonna tell you, man. I mean, once I got graded down because I, I had a, a a rib shot on a guy, and I and I and I just kind of stuck a hand over there to secure him. And I, and Coach, like, nay. I said, Coach, why well, I got a, a minus here? He said, Man, you had no one to block. You see where your hands went? Next time, let, you, let your shoulder pad or your elbow go there. Tell me this, do you
1: really like to
0: hit you know, people? And, 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 man, we, tr- by the end of the game, we wanted you tender, bro. Yeah. We wanted you, t- we wanted you like a a young grade A. Uh, what my man said he wanted, what type of steak he wanted to rib out. <laughs> But that's what yeah. we wanted you. We wanted you beat up. So we wanted you tender, bro. wanted you going to the doctor.
4: Well, so, we've got a coaching change now. Is there concern that the techniques are going to, you know, we have talked about it may take it two or three games. Is
0: well, it- the thing about it, as as for them to work together. But uh, each guy, techniques, like when, when Hudson first got here, and I'm talking from Hudson, from Tony Wise was, Tony Wise was a game step guy. You know, he liked to grab round, It's what I call it. Coach Hudson-Hawk wanted you to be in sync. And the best way he taught guys how to be in sync was we always took a slight drop step, a two- to three-inch drop step. If we go into our left, we drop that, that left real quick and grab grass with the right. You know, all, all of this out of a three-point stance because we believe in leverage. We believe in moving people. And that's why he would take that quick step, boom, and then go – and that would give you a chance to get with the center or that would give you a chance to get with the tackle, depending on which way you was going. So I understood his method. But with Tony, we was all about going forward and grabbing ground. The only time we kind of backed up in punches is when we passed block or did a, a lead draw. But our lead draws turned into run blocking real quick once we got our hands on you. That's when the run block started.
2: All right. Let's see if this guy figured out how to take his phone off mute from the other day. Eric in North Carolina, <laughs> you figured out how to work your phone yet?
0: I did. I just got
5: the phone like the day before that, but I got it under control now, y'all. Well, hold on, Eric.
0: Do? Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. It took you a whole day and a half to learn how to get the mute off the phone.
5: Yeah, because I went from a Galaxy to an iPhone, and that's where I messed up at. I so
0: you're It. So you saying Galaxy game. people are not smarter than iPhone people?
5: Oh, what I'm saying is your phones are more dummy-proof than our phones are. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> what did you All eat for right, lunch well, today? I went to CC's Pizza because I was on a rush, and I just ate some pizza. It's a little chain called CC's. Mm. It's like a $5 buffet, but it's actually good. It's like
4: know, eating so. cardboard.
5: So, oh. with, with, with pepperoni and salsa. Nothing
4: right a $5 <laughs> buffet every once in a while. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah.
5: that's okay. right. That's what yeah. I did. So I'm getting ready for a big Halloween party for the kids, and there's like 30 screaming kids going to be in my house tonight. Oh, you dressing so I'm up? i need a lot of prayer. I'm going to need a lot of prayer.
4: You need a lot of alcohol.
2: You dressing up?
5: Like. <laughs> Yes, I am. I'm gonna be Negan from The Walking Dead. I, I, yes, that's what I'm gonna be. I got a bat. I got a uh, black leather jacket. I got a little black wig on my slick back. With my beard, <laughs> I already got a beard. Uh, I'm going to be like the black Negan. It's gonna be cool. I like it. I the like black it. Who? Yes, sir. I got Neg- a foam uh, back called dead. Lucille. Uh, I got the foam Lucille. It's a bat like a prop. It's the mm-hmm. actual Lucille bat with the with the with the barbed wire wrapped around it. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy tonight. Man. I like it. I like sir. it. Yeah. Wow.
0: I will, so I hope we don't. I hope we don't get no calls. Man goes crazy with batting and really hurt kids. <laughs> no, we don't know it's back. you. It's a oh, phone
1: back. Okay. <laughs> it's
5: not real.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, pretty look, neat there. Yeah.
5: I, I just showing uh, them well, showing we'll them real picture. quick. Uh, I just want to touch on the fact that I like the fact that our team is not laying down on the season. We're stepping up. We're doing what we need to do to get the, the, the things that we need to get done. You know, I think we overpaid slightly for cooper but the the need to answer that issue was bigger than what we had to pay to get him if that makes sense
0: so what are you saying is the first round pick was just too much
5: well you know i think so i think we kind of overpaid (laughs) i did i do but it was worth it it was worth it you know we needed to we need to address that glaring problem which was we need a lead, man, that can get some separation on third downs, that can really put pressure on the defense. I think it's going to open up everything for everybody, man.
0: My Uh, friend, slow down, slow down. uh You went from I do, I think so, I hope so. Now, the question is simply this. Okay. Do you feel good? I do. About the first-round pick that we do not have because we have Amari Cooper and I camp now. Are you good with that or you're not?
5: I'm good with that, and I'm going to tell you briefly why. Because you don't I already he, told
0: us in eight different ways because this shit nice. And ain't
5: ain't one time
2: you've ever called and anything was briefly. So don't even lie right. to us. Just say just I'm gonna lie. tell you
5: why. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's just that if if this don't work, we'll be looking for a wide receiver anyway, probably. Lamar Cooper's gonna be better than any wide receiver we can get in the first round, second round, third round going into the draft. So I think we we did a good thing for our team, man. It's going to show up. I I believe that. I I I know it will. How about that? I I know it will. (laughs) We was here last year. Well, we we, we was up and down, and then we ripped off three in a row, and then C got suspended. I think we can do the same thing this year, but maintain our focus and go into this playoff strong because – None of these guys scare me. Shout out to the real Anthony Miami. That's my guy. Like he said, scans do not scare me. Even with Adam Ha Ha Clinton Dix. If we can find a way to score 20 points a game, and I think Amari us that ability now. If we can simply do that, this defense is going to continue to ball out. Because if you think about it, no, they haven't all came together yet. We we played very well with all all our pieces in place at one time. Once we get to that point, so who are we talking to? Tribe,
0: who are we talking to? We got, Nobody. He's talking to us. Hey, wow. We this is Anthony Where? No, it's is Eric. This is Eric. It's it is it's Eric. Okay, call. Okay, history, I'm like, wow, man. I it's mean you, they done got together and said, Hey man, you take up this All right Eric, we're gonna let you go now. Yeah, Thank you for you calling. Laughing, we'll talk so to you I'm later. Okay, bye. Kurt. Love yes. you. You think it's a conspiracy way. Him and Anthony and I got together. Changed. 100%. 100%. I, and they say, okay, you get this day, I'm going to get that. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, we got Native. They never call on the same yeah. day. We got Native. We got Shannon. You know, Kurt ain't going to say nothing, yeah. but we got Nate. all better
4: be nice to Eric and Anthony. <laughs>
2: kind of like Janet and Michael. You never see either one of them in the same place at That's, the same time.
0: Right, yeah. right. Who? The Jacksons. The Jacksons. Oh, Janet and Michael. You never I seen think them the it may have
3: uh, slipped under the radar, but when Eric asked for prayers – Kurt recommended alcohol.
1: Oh, yeah. Well.
2: yeah. He said, I'm going to need a lot of prayers. Kurt said, No, you need alcohol. There's yeah. so, a the deal with that pick, man. I know we kind of beat it in the ground the other no, day. No, we
0: ain't beat it. You beat it.
2: Well, whatever. <laughs> Picks are like baseball and football cards, they're only worth what somebody's willing to pay. Sometimes people are willing to pay more than what the book lists them at. A lot of times people aren't willing to pay that much. The market had driven the price up for this guy with the Eagles going after him.
0: And, and, and Nick said yesterday mm-hmm. that it was two or three teams that, and I didn't know that that one the that, was, that was trying to get him as a first rounder. Mm-hmm. But our pick, because people trying to say the Cowboys ain't going to be eight eight at best, and so they figured we had the best pick because we'll be drafting uh, higher. Mm-hmm. That you know, and I hate to say that, especially during the season, but that's what people think. You know, and we have a history of trying to make moves once we see a glaring need. We have a glaring need at wide receiver, so they know. You know, Mr. Jones. If Mr. Jones make up in his mind, I'm talking about the big dogs. know make up in his mind. I need this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll go some great lengths, right, to get that guy.
2: Yep, and that's what they did. They felt <clears> like you know, earlier in the season when all the Earl Thomas <laughs> talk was going on back during the draft, they obviously didn't feel they need that piece to the yeah, puzzles so yeah. they weren't willing to pay that price and then when the season started and they were Seattle supposedly oh, jacked up. the yeah, price up. Yeah. It wasn't worth that. But at this point they feel like this can get them into the playoffs and this is what they're the biggest piece that they're missing. So they paid it. So I still think it's a steep price to pay. The more, Can you look me in the eye when you... Yes, I still think it was a steep <laughs> price to pay. But the more that I think about it and the more I hear people talk... No, can you continue to look me in the eye while the you... More,
0: <laughs> don't look away. Hey, uh-huh. hey Nate. Hey, how are you? How are you doing?
2: The more, the more I talk about it, right. I make myself feel better about... Okay. The deal. Okay. Now,
0: now, I still need to see it translate on the field. Then that was our biggest thing yesterday, right? That was that was our biggest thing for all of us. When we said what we said about the Mari Cooper trade, it always ended like, "But I still need to see it right, on the field." Yeah. And, and when you feel that way about a player, man, you let's and let's just look for player for player. That's gonna look what we gave up. That's why you saw me go kind of sick-looking when, I, when, the, when the, the Eagles say we acquired. And I didn't care what round they acquired Golden Tate. Mm-hmm. It's just what I've seen this dude do, do, do week in and week out, and every time he hit AT&T Stadium, what he does. Yeah, That's why I was like, and, and the pick didn't bother me. The pick didn't bother me. It's the impact that I think the player can bring. Mm-hmm. See, if you're trying to win now – I will take this kid nine times out of nine because I ain't going to say 10 because I ain't going to even let it get to that. By the time <laughs> I get to the ninth time, I'm going to be flying a jet up there to get him. Golden Tate? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Because I know what this kid brings to your team and to your quarterback. But when you're talking about
2: <clears throat> now
0: and investing in your, your future, you're renting I can't, Golden Tate yeah, for six games. I can't rent games. him. I can't rent yeah. him, though. Mm-hmm. I got to have him. Mm-hmm. And – uh I agree 100% with you and with uh, Dave Hellman, I think. I don't know if you said it too, my brother, Kurt, but he's he's 29, he's 30. Yeah. You can't give up a one. Now, that's one time you can't give up a one mm-hmm. for a rental. You know, if there's baseball, different story, but this ain't baseball. This football where the money ain't guaranteed, and when you get a guy – and you pay him wrong money, it impacts you for a long time down the road. Yeah.
2: Let's take a quick break. Jay, hang in there. We'll get to you when we come back. And we'll also get to a little short interview with uh, one of Nate's old buddies and former uh, playing partners that he hated to practice again. against. Wow. Leon Lett, when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team find stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys jack black right now you can get the jack black playmaker a curated collection of cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping the playmaker includes four jack black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a cowboys can cooler Go to getjackblack.com/slash cowboys and use the code word cowboys, the Jack Black Playmaker. 10 bucks free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game, weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the
4: official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit Cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today
0: while a player can look good on paper it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of that's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team
6: when picking a tractor it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features you've got to take it out and put it to the test the cowboys did when they named John Deere
0: their official tractor experience one for yourself visit
6: myjohndeerdealer.com/football
3: back to hanging with the boys back
2: and you know what i have my cowboys undies on today well, the ones I,
0: that i do too do you really I do. Nate? What, 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 I thought it was Tommy John's. Johns. The Cowboy's True label it. down the side.
2: Remember man. the ones that we got with the uh, Michelle
0: nah, I ain't taking Cowboys to oh, bed okay. with me. I ain't taking the Cowboys to bed with me. I, I like that quick
4: thrust <laughs> Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously don't adjust your underwear because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John is a contour pouch that nestles the boys in moisture-wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry On the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order, tommyjohn.com. How do you like them? They go a little bit further down your leg than normal. I have to say that the ones without the logo thing feel a little more comfortable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. These are more like almost – they're almost like sliding shorts. Yeah, yeah. They're not tight, but they just go so down. So, do the externally. cowboy
0: thing get bigger the co- as you put it on it get bigger? Depends on how that hard the wind. Depends on the
3: environment. <laughs> depends on
0: how hard the wind
1: blows.
3: God,
0: I'm just asking, man. Speaking of
2: the wind blowing, Jay in Rhode Island, what's up, my guy? Hey, what's
1: up, fellas? What's going on?
0: How are you? Hey, Jay, say something to Kurt real quick so he won't feel left out.
1: I, oh, I said, fellas, I, know. I love Kurt. You're doing you Jay, know What are you that? doing for Halloween, Jay? I'm not doing much. I, honest to God, I haven't been out trick treating since I was probably eight years old. I don't think I dressed up since I was eight or nine years old. But do do you
0: do kids knock on your door to get candy?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I, you know, I'll have candy for the kids. Always. You know that you know, I'm allergic to peanuts. And I know a <laughs> what? I'm Wait a minute. allergic
2: Allergy to what? Peanuts. You know, peanuts like peanut butter? Oh, okay. oh I thought
0: you said something else. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 th- I was like, wow. Shannon's <laughs> mind's in the gutter again. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So I Ain't sure. that kind of show. You will be allergic to that. <laughs> Ain't that kind of show, Jay? <laughs> I can <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs>
0: Wow! Wow! You know what, Shannon? Go ahead, on Jay. Go ahead on. <laughs> no,
1: I just you know I hate to see anybody lose their job. I'm kind of glad that you know Paul. I think Shannon was thinking. Yeah. is like the? You know, I mean, I thought there was something flaky about that guy from the start when he came out with that that stupid ketchup, the uh, experiment. Like, what's the best way to get ketchup out of the bottle? Yeah. You know, there's a, you know, there's just something odd about that. But all that being said, you guys know I usually don't comment on play calling or this, that, and the other because, you know, I don't like to be a Monday morning quarterback. But, you know, I just have to say, I mean, our first play every game, what is it?
0: Waggle, boot, Zeke up Waggle the middle.
1: Boot, hand off to Zeke. Hand off to Zeke. You can execute all that you want. But how about on the first play of the game? And I'm not even a big fan of this play. But on the first play of the game, you run a flea flick. Like, the other team will not be expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Do the flea flick. Give it to the Zeke. Turns around, boom. Take that deep shot. Know that we're going for the jugular right away. Yeah. I'd like to see Amari, who's really quick. I'd like to see, through the course of the game, five or six. You know, about six-yard dig routes, crisp dig routes that an know Amari can run. And then, later on in the game, we have to incorporate a draw play. And I would just love to know what you guys think of that idea.
2: Thanks, Jay. Thanks for the call. I don't hate the flea flicker idea, but you know what I would do? We talked about this earlier. I, I would give because he's right Amari does those dig routes and you know the one the big knock on him is he runs before he catches the ball because he's coming out of his route so fast he's ready to get upfield man I'd come out I'd I'd buy Dak a little bit extra time and I'd give Amari a double a double move route right up the sideline make them think that if he does one of those dig routes later in the game Hey, maybe Go it's it a deep, double right move. Off the bat. Right off the bat, man. And even if you don't complete it, hell, if he's not open, Dak, overthrow him. D- don't even take a chance. But at least you make them think, okay, they got this guy. They have this weapon. They're going to use him this game. And it keeps them honest. So make them honest. Yeah, make them yeah. honest. Keep, like,
4: keep so. them. Yeah. I hope they show – I don't know wow. about the flea flicker, but I hope they show some creativity and get do some things to get this guy open. Hey, do did some you things to get, get the other guys open.
0: Did you get that cut from the opening on um, – On (laughs) Jay, things he's allergic to.
3: (laughs) Uh, It's there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
4: it'll show up at some point.
0: Yeah, your
4: mind is in the gutter. I'm just saying.
0: I'm allergic to. (laughs) <laughs> she a, at first, I didn't catch it, but the second time, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know,
3: pecan, pecan. <laughs> yeah. He had a little different pronunciation.
0: Yeah, he yes. sure did. He that, sure did. It,
4: wow. Everybody listening knew what he said, and you just you tried to call him out? Nah, I did Jay. not understand. I'm from Louisiana. Throw I do Jay not understand that
2: accent at
0: all. <laughs> Let's get back to football. Hey, what's the big guy that works in their office right there? Kerry. Karen. The Eagles fan, yeah. Does he work? Yeah. Does he work up under you sometimes? Does he? He he works on projects with, with me. The, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, I, and you said right off the, you know, I can see him sliding back to the Eagles now that things ain't going well. with Here, us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep an eye on his office, man. I'm gonna put a little fan, look thing up in there. You has got to keep an eye on him because i pretty probably make a little secret calls. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, uh, I'm back an Eagle fan. I can't give. Yeah, we'll face. have to
2: watch him the week yeah. we play the Eagles. Yeah. You
4: think he's listening to us talk and giving away secrets? Oh,
2: everybody in this building listens to <laughs> yeah. us talk. Are
4: you kidding me? Yeah.
2: This is the show of, show of shows, man. Show of idiocracy. Ooh. You know what? I feel – He took a shot at you, man. I, I do feel like this week it has been a little off the rails just because it's been so long since we've had a football game to talk yeah, about. That's true. But it's
0: been fun. I'm going to tell you how long we've been off off of, off of football and how long since we've seen a Dallas Cowboy game. We had a guy that works in our archives. I don't even know his name. Jonathan. J- Thorne. He was try- – Shannon was trying to get this dude to come up- – on our show doing football season, I'm looking at that. I say, it's been a while since we had a football game. Just, our weeks are so short. And yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm like, he's trying to bring him on on Friday. We have Broadus, we have Mama Gross. I'm like, when we have we have the fans calling it, <laughs> it. He's an interesting.
2: Carrie, <laughs> yeah. there's Carrie right there. Yeah, come on in here. Come on in come here. On, come in, Carrie. Yeah, bring it in here. We need yeah. to talk. We need to have a word. I with want
0: you. y'all to, if y'all see this guy in the public, keep an eye on him and make sure in his car or anything around him is not green. We think that he's trying they to prepared, sneak back. Kerry, get over there and put yeah. that headset on. Yeah. Nate's
2: got a concern right yes, now, yeah. I do,
0: man. And I think Shannon kind of is on the edges of Shannon's mind, too. He
2: thinks that coming the, the upcoming weeks, whenever we play the Eagles, we need to keep an eye on you because he <laughs> thinks you're secretly in there making phone
0: calls, you know, not giving about plays and but just saying, I'm coming back home, please
7: accept me back.
0: I'm that's sorry, that's false,
7: though, because I'm not from Philly. No, he said you were from Philly. We he should be more that worried we, about the Saints. Oh, well, we play them unchanged. too. We play them too. do done <laughs> changed. I mean, I'm from New Orleans, so what's that thing that Wait changed? Wait a minute
2: you you were beating the Eagles drum like you were a big Eagles fan, and now all of a sudden you're a Saints fan and you're wearing a Cowboys no, pullover? <laughs>
7: <laughs> Y'all are twisting my
2: words. Okay, <laughs> they will tell do us, that.
4: They will do that.
7: Tell,
2: easily.
4: <laughs> tell us your
2: work. Put it in your words. So I grew up. I grew up. By the way, Kerry Lofton. He's one of yeah, our. He's
0: one of our most important
2: one people. One of our videographers yeah. that we uh, acquired in the off season. Yeah, and good man. Doing bang. a lot of great work yeah. for us this year.
7: So the spy who shanked me, <laughs> I don't even know how I ended up in here. I just went to the bathroom. <laughs> See, you go to the bathroom in this
0: building. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look at the schedule and give us, a, give us, <laughs> your re, give us, give us your, give us how you got to where you are for as how you like teams,
2: your fandom.
7: Yes. So growing up, like I always wanted to play football, but I never had the opportunity, just right. money and, you know, things like that. So I always athletic ability. Well, yeah, I had it, you know. I had it. I just didn't have the opportunity. Oh, okay, right. okay. I was robbed okay. of them. Okay. So I always followed players that I wanted to be, like mm-hmm. like Jerome Bettis. I always when he was like the first big running back that I knew, because they always would wanted, when I was able to play football, they put me on the line. Right. And I'm like, no, nah, I want to run the ball. So when I, I saw Jerome Bettis, I'm like, oh, he's a big guy. He could run the ball. Right, and then right. same thing, Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. tight end, always wanted to be a tight end, Jeremy Shockey. So I was always the guy that followed players, Algie Crumpler. And so yeah. my favorite player growing up was Michael Vick. Okay. So I was a Falcons fan, ironically,
2: living in New Orleans. Ooh. So. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Yeah. So then so. when he went to the Eagles, you followed him to the Eagles?
7: Yeah. And that's okay. how I basically ended up an Eagles fan. Okay. And- so, have you ever been a
0: Saints fan? I mean, y'all have had some good quarterbacks, some I great mean, players. But when I was growing
7: up, it was Aaron Brooks. You right, know? right. So that was that was what I had to deal with, and and that was. I mean, when they yeah, won, like the he Sup- hated that. That's
0: what I had to deal with. <laughs> I mean,
7: it literally like all we knew him for was people would wear bags over their heads to the game, and it wasn't. And then they won the Super Bowl in 2010. That was the year I was graduating high school, and it was crazy because. They didn't even have to throw a Super Bowl parade. It was in the middle of Mardi Gras, so they just took over a Mardi Gras parade, and it was it was big for the city, and it was great. But you know, and and I cheered for them, but you know,
2: yeah. Well, I'm I'm from North Louisiana, and when they won the Super Bowl, there were literally people that went to the academy. Right after the game, and they lined up down the sidewalk, around the building, around the back of the building, just to buy Saints Super Bowl merch. And that's a five-hour drive away. That's how crazy the whole state was about about
0: them winning the Super Bowl. But when we got ready to hire this guy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he had a big old stick on the back of his car. Yeah, tell him that story. Tell us that story.
7: Yeah, so... You know, the way that the the job just kind of popped up on the radar, and I was just like, ah, you know, I'll try it. Because, again, I'm a fan of football, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. And, you know, what I learned kind of getting in here is that rivalry stuff is really, I mean, it's with the players and the coaches and stuff. But, you know, the fans take it a million times more serious. So I was like, ah, why not? Let's see. So when they actually called me in for an interview, I was like, ah, and then I'm driving in, and just my paranoia. I was like, man, I got the sticker on the back of my car. <laughs> what was, was the like, sticker of? It was a cause my sister, I don't normally do that type D99 of thing. I mean
0: setting the sister. Yeah. No, seriously. On.
7: My sister for Christmas, she bought me a um uh an Eagles like bumper sticker. So I put it on my car because she was on me. She's like, hey, you, you know, you haven't put that sticker on, this, that, and the other. So put the sticker on, and I'm driving, and I'm like, man. This was totally irrational, right. you know, like as if they're gonna walk me out from the interview and walk around <laughs> no, the back of my camera, car. but there's cameras,
2: everywhere. So
7: I was like, you know, just being paranoid. So I pulled into the UNT parking lot across the street and peeled it off before my, uh, before my, interview, just in case. <laughs> Smart man it was on the glass and not
3: the paint. <laughs> Smart
0: man. Yeah,
7: no, it was on the paint, but it peeled off pretty easily. So just as easy as I peeled off from the
0: fan base. But he has a beautiful wife. You married? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he you know, he. he been a hard worker all this life. Do you play? Do you
7: play video games? <clears throat> I do. I jump on Madden every now and then. What's, what's your, your
0: best? What? What the Madden? What, what? Who? You, who you are? Who are you? And what's your best game? Who you? Nate do you doesn't you.
7: understand video games. Yeah. He just asks if people play. <laughs> or what's their best? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, well, when I would play, I would play with the Eagles, of course. But you know.
0: Golly.
7: <laughs> what's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, T Rex. Might be an athlete. What's your
0: favorite car?
7: Oh, ooh. Dream car. hard. Uh, Ferrari 458. God. Ooh, You, you
0: big time, dog. All right. Time, you All right. <laughs> you big one, time. And one
2: more quick story before we start this Leon-led interview. So we started j- joking with Kerry back in training camp that he looked like a, <laughs> a particular player on this team. And we would always mess with him. He's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. And different people throughout the organization during training camp kept saying it, kept saying it, kept saying it. Kept saying it. And then finally <laughs> – Tell him what happened to you at the Houston Texans game. So at the Houston Texans game, I'm standing at the tunnel,
7: filming, waiting for the players to come out. And like Dorrance Armstrong walks up to me, and he takes his headphones off, and he looks real serious, and he's like, "Man, I thought you were Antoine standing
2: right there." <laughs>
7: Antoine Woods. So yeah, the log, baby, The human
2: log, and then carries by like, okay, I guess I can see it a little bit. When one of his when one of his teammates, he th- thinks he looks like him. You Gotta know.
7: look like the picture. The picture really sold it. Even my wife at that point was like, Ah, all right, I see it.
2: You so, look a little less like him now that you have beard. and Your hair is getting a little. Yeah, bit warm, I, ain't, so. I ain't seen my barber in a
7: minute. But main. the log walk around, <laughs> the log walk around, look
0: cooler than you too. You you pretty cool, but the log walk around like he owned the world. He does. Yeah, he does. Well, thanks, Kerry, man. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. We'll grab you. Uh,
2: we'll grab you Eagles week and talk some Eagles Cowboys. Yeah, no, the real good.
0: reason we brought him in here, y'all can keep eye on it yeah
2: now you know what he looks like you're on your own film now get up close (laughs) on him let's roll into that leon let interview and then we will be back to close out the show
0: Yo, yo, this is Nate Newton, along with Kurt Daniels, hanging with the boys. We got Leon Lett here, defensive line coach extraordinaire. He used to be a Dallas Cowboy, man. How many times you went to the Pro Bowl, cat? A-, a Pro Bowl just two times, Just Nate. two times, baby. <laughs> hey, tell us about your career. This is, the hey, defensive lineman, Dallas Cowboys. Now he's a defensive line coach. What you on the defense ends, defensive, end, defensive tackles? So tell me about it.
6: Uh, a little bit of both, man, and um, just having a great time, having an opportunity to work with these fellas. Uh, they work hard. They come to work every day. And um, just the details, we're putting in the details each and every day, and uh, the guys are working hard. I'll tell you what, though, my career, Nate, mm-hmm. it started with a guy named Nate Newton. <laughs> yes,
0: sir. You know i Yes, sir. L- lined
6: up against Nate Newton. And my first day, I said, oh, my gosh, I've been watching this guy on TV now. <laughs> I'm lined up against him. And uh, you gave it to me early, but one thing you did was you, you coached me along the way. You said, yeah. hey, look here, you got to work on your step. That's too high. Yeah. You know, and so, so those are the details that we work with with our guys now, and uh, we got a great offer offensive line to, to work with right. you know what I mean and that was that's, that was my career working with you guys we had a great offensive line then and uh, on Sundays I tell everybody it was fun because yeah. the, during the week <laughs> the week was hell excuse my ladies <laughs> but on, on Sundays yeah. it was fun man we worked yeah. hard and uh, we had a great time on Sundays and tell me t- hold on one more Kurt tell us
0: who Leon let growing up where you from as much as you want and how you got to the Dallas Cowboys and what was the trail like
6: um well born and raised in uh, Fairhope well Mobile Alabama went to Fairhope High School and uh got a chance to play on uh the semi uh state championship game <laughs> yeah lost the state championship <laughs> game but uh and then my career went on to uh Hines Junior College uh, played 2 years there with Gene Murphy Actually, my, my first uh, time having a female coach. Uh, right. For she, real? She was really? a receivers coach and, and she was <laughs> tough as nails. Wow. <laughs> so we had a husband and wife uh, combination there yeah. uh, as the coach. And then I went on to Emporia State University where my head coach was Larry Kramer and um, he blocked for Gail Sayers, So, you know, um, and he was an NFL type guy. So just having that opportunity was great.
0: <laughs> hey, Kurt, you got anything thing for the great
4: Leon Well, I was, two couple things. One, did you ever think you'd be a coach?
6: Oh, yeah. I always Mm -hmm. felt like, you know, that was something that I wanted to do, man. Having the opportunity now to help young players is is awesome. But um, even as a player... You know, we had young guys come in. Greg Ellis was a first-round pick, Ebenezer Ekebun. And I like to think that I helped those guys along the way. And then I saw them pass it down to DeMarcus Ware and Anthony Spencer. So, you know, as a player, you you see guys doing some of the things that you taught them, and then they they pass it on. It's a great feeling. Now, you you did some college coaching too, right? Yes. Can you tell us where where Uh, your stops were? Started out at uh, UNLV. Um, (laughs) Coach Andre Patterson gave me a call and invited me over and – it was just a great opportunity there. And then I went on to Louisiana Monroe with Todd Berry, was the head coach there, and um, he helped me out. I remember getting a phone call, and uh, it was Christmas Eve. I was back in Alabama <laughs> right. just having fun, ready to eat Christmas, <laughs> the Christmas dinner, and he called me up and asked me what I thought about coming to Louisiana, and I, I said, i would do it. And uh, since then, it's been great.
0: Man, that's all right, man. I mean, is there anything you want to add, man? We're just trying to fill time and have some fun. We have some fun with the coaches without the uh, actual talking about the game. So, is there anything else you want the Cowboy fans to know about Leon Let and Kurt? Do you, and we'll let you finish with the last question.
6: <laughs> oh, I just want the Cowboys fans to know that I'm a Cowboy, true blue and through. I'm okay. A, I grew up a Cowboy fan and uh was blessed with the opportunity to play for the Cowboys to win the three Super Bowls. Have a great time along the way with you guys, man. And uh, it's just been a heck of a a run for me. And I I wanted to continue.
4: I got to know. Back in the day when you faced Nate across the line, did he talk as much as he does now?
6: Oh yeah, no I did, yeah even more no, I did even more. He used to tell me, "Hey, big fella, you better you better strap it up because I'm coming today." Hey, I'm let, like, let me tell no, you, not today, Nate. Please, <laughs> let me tell you
0: a good story. This is true. I started out trying to handle this young man. I say, "I'm gonna handle this young boy. I'm gonna try to make him practice how I want him to practice." And he was going along with it at first. Then Charles Haley showed up, ooh, ooh. and after about two weeks, I said, "Hey, Cat, how you want to do it today?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you man, tell, Quickly, tell us about what Charles Haley meant to you as a young player. Trying to develop.
6: Uh, Charles was great. I tell you, at first I was like, didn't know how to handle Charles because, you know, he'd talk and say certain things. And, you know, but once I got past the words and I saw that he, you know, he meant well, he wanted me to succeed and he wanted us to succeed together. And we just put in work on the field. We talked about it, you know, in the meeting rooms. We stayed out there on the practice field and it paid off. I mean, at certain times, I felt like I knew what Charles was going to do, and he didn't have to say a word to right. me. You know, we had that kind of connection. and That just comes from working hard together and, and believing in each other.
0: Wow. Um, thank I you, man.
6: Thank, thank you, Kat. Thank appreciate you guys me. for having me. Thank uh, you. Man. Yeah. Leon Lett, hanging
0: with the boys. <laughs> All right. Man,
2: y'all don't even need me on those interviews. That was awesome. That's the most I have heard Kat talk since I've been here. <laughs> That was he's, great. He's
4: an amazing story because to get him to do an interview like that back in the day, you, you'd you'd had a easier time. Drag you,
0: it, you had yeah, to yeah. <laughs> throw a car chain around and throw him on the ground and toy man. <laughs> was that
2: before or after? Is he all was he like that before his Thanksgiving Day blunder?
0: Well, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, he just he just didn't want to see the media, man. I mean, he would break out and big B. I mean, you would think that God is he a, is he a addict? <laughs> you know, I'm serious man. He would in uh, He just didn't like the media. Oh uh, man, and then when and then when he had that blunder, that mm-hmm. first it was over. It, it was like yeah, he
4: didn't want any part of it.
0: Oh, he didn't want no part of it. I mean, you had to actually like Kurt, you had to actually just if you was a media guy, you had to meet him early, you know, in training camp and just, hey, Leah, just Let him just warm up to you before you say, "Hey, man, what do you thought about this game?" Because as soon as you mention the game, he (laughs) gone. Yeah, y'all did a deep blue on him, right?
4: Yeah, Nick actually, I think he wrote that one, so yeah, it was good. He's he's got quite the life, isn't? He's got an interesting story for sure.
2: Man, man, oh man, let me tell you, Kurt, a little bit about holiday camps. Tell us register for youth (laughs) holiday camps. Registration is now open. One-day camps are available for both Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy at AT&T Stadium and right here at the Star. Spots are limited. So register today at dallascowboys.com
0: slash academy. My wife uh, said thank you for the Jack Black lip balm. Oh, when you gave it to your wife? I that up on the, on the counter, Babe, thank you for the little – I said, babe, I said, that Shannon brought that in there. I said, hey. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. Yeah, she think, yeah, I'm like, wow. So if, now when she run out, guess who she going to have? You. Babe, can you get me some
2: – You, you, I'll get
0: you some more. Thank you, bro. Me- I don't want to go through that. <laughs> Tell I, us get, I get a one outfit from Bucky. Now, can I have what the – baby, you got to let the season get over – before you go trying to wear what the coach is wearing. you can give her
2: <laughs> your gifts, your outfits that I'll have for you tomorrow. You can give her that when we're done, but yeah. you, but we got to hold on to them because we're we're wearing them tomorrow.
0: Yes, we are, and then
2: we're wearing them again next week. Okay,
0: so I'm gonna give mine awesome. back to you.
2: That's fine. I'll hang it yeah, in my closet. I don't want
0: I don't want to mess up. Yeah, now okay. Kurt's a little more responsible than me.
4: Yeah, I, I should probably just hang mine upstairs too. Yeah, just
2: leave it Damn here no. or give it to me, and I'll just bring them all down at the same time. Can't Stu?
0: Yep, Douglas too.
2: I'll bring theirs and then bring it back up, and we'll all be twinsies oh, tomorrow. Can't we'll, have wait. To, we'll have to take a picture. Man, together. I had a
0: little anxiety attack the other day. I didn't want to tell you guys Uh-oh. about it. Why? Wow. Oh, it really bothered me, man. Fill us in. Uh, Monday, I think it was when Douglas wasn't here. You know, I was just scared he was going to call us with another bad incident. Mm. But I just, I got past. And Doug, I think he got past. Hey, so.
2: Doug, are y'all your teeth intact? They are. <laughs> your, 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 I, <laughs> I didn't
0: see the entire show, but I. Fast
3: forwarded to the end, <laughs> and I heard I heard you say, well, I hope he comes back with all his teeth. Well, I was concerned. <laughs> and I did. I was concerned.
0: I was, too. I like, what? Uh,
3: you had a, a valid reason to be concerned. Good to, know, good to know. Good to know. Were you sick, or did you just say, I'm not going off. to work? Uh, some yeah. people took Friday, and I was able to take Monday. Okay. Yeah, I took
0: Friday. It was all
2: good. Some people took both. Some people just come to
0: work and never really show up.
3: Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. No but, but that person does have to answer one tough question every time we do a remote.
4: Why are you throwing me under the bus again?
2: <laughs> not, I didn't
4: say any names. I wasn't even talking about anybody God. in this room or associated with this show. No, yeah, you're just throwing... I you know, was just throwing shade. Lobbing at, grenades and walking away. I was just throwing shade. Those
2: people that, come, that physically are here but mentally are not, there's some in this building... You but he did some. give
0: us a good deal on Jarrell. He did give us the, the you did football, phone. and we have
2: we have more stats for tomorrow. We're sorry that this show went completely off the rails. We're <laughs> going to blame it on Eric and his not knowing how to work a phone, and Jay and his love of your abuse of Jay, his love of <laughs> certain things that we'll hear about later. I'm
1: sure. Oh.
0: Kurt, uh, thanks I for showing up. I that again, man. Thank I'm going to go back oh, to it, is too. Just, Nate
2: oh, thanks, this is for, thanks for bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Douglas, for the new drops. Yes, oh, sir. Oh, by the way, we have a depth chart here. We were just looking at this. Number 19 on one side. I got Nate in a bad mood. Amari Cooper. And then opposite of him, Cole Beasley and Alan Hearns starting – as of this depth chart and right now,
4: depth My told I,
2: got I told you guys, but they also on this depth chart have Tavon Austin as your number one punt returner, and he's been listed as injured up till this yeah, recent one. So it's amazing
0: what a week can do.
2: We will see what happens, we'll see if this changes any this week. Um, do they practice today?
0: When yes, do they? they do because you got player, you got to go find a player.
2: So we'll have injury reports tomorrow for you. And we'll yeah, set up. Yeah, tomorrow's interviews.
4: their first official official practice because they're a week behind. Today they're in to do stuff. I think they're available to the media later. But gotcha. Oh yeah, with the
2: Monday night game, it throws it yeah, off a little yeah. bit, puts it a day out of kilter. Mm-hmm. All right, Douglas, thank you for doing what you do. Kent, thanks for pushing all the buttons. Presley, thank you for doing what you do. Everyone that's involved with the show, thank, thank you, you. Jay, everyone that listens, thank you. And we will be back tomorrow. Thank you, Jay.
0: On Hanging with the Boys, this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, Cowboys?